0: You're about to enter an inner circle of sisters who tell it like it is. At least from their point of view. You may not think they're right. You may not think they're perfect. Hell, you may not even think they're funny. But it doesn't matter because they do. And now, let's listen in to another episode of The Ugly Truth.
1: Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 21, 21,
2: gosh, um,
1: come on, jump, 21, jump, street.
2: There you go. (laughs) I had to think of a 21 song. Anyway, oh, ugh, ugh. Nice. Hey, I just took a sip of 7-Up right before I did that.
1: That's a good one. All I keep thinking is when I turned 21, I went to El Torito and had Rosarita Margaritas, until someone dumped me off at my front porch and I threw up.
2: Ew, gross. I went to, for my 21st birthday, I went to Bobby McGee's, which is right by El Torito. Same difference. <laughs> and I danced and drank and I, you know, I don't even think I drank that much when I was turned 21. But by that point, I had already been drinking. So Right. It wasn't like, you know, I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I was
1: actually, I was a very good girl. I mean, I had, um, I think I had a couple of beverages when I was like, 18 but really I didn't do much drinking until I was 21 and then it was just bar the door Jamie's coming she's drinking well I
2: mostly wanted to go to like 21 and over places that's what I wanted I wanted to go dancing so me
1: too that was the thing well you know I told you about my little story at Bob and McGee's when I went dancing I was well there was a bouncer who let underage girls in oh my and that was when this was this was late early 90s late 80s early 90s but when i was 21 yeah so it was i was under 21 we went to this place bob and mcgee's that was one of the places in uh the suburban area where you could go dancing and there was a bouncer who always let underage girls in because he was a, a perv probably and i went with a bunch of girls and it was the first time i tried a purple hooter ugh they're good. I thought they were tasty,
2: actually. I, so don't I a like couple of those drinks that have like names. You don't like the shots? That It's nope. just a shot. To me, that's and not a shot. To me, a shot's like a shot of tequila, a shot of rum, a shot right. of whiskey. But when someone's like, "Here, we're doing shots," and then they hand me something that's like green or pink, or and I'm like, <laughs> "What is this nonsense? This is,
1: this is a brain aneurysm.
2: This is an orgasm. Aneurysm. What is? It's, it's an apple lemon tea. No, no, that's not know, a shot." I don't know, or, or, or it's a lemon drop, an oatmeal cookie, oh, a there you snack.
1: Go. This is a chocolate cake. I've had those before.
2: I did do blowjob shots before.
1: Yeah, I've done that. I think we all just do that to say we've done it. Um, but yeah, I, I had gone to... Uh, the club we were dancing and there was five or six of us and we were all sitting in the corner being girly and these guys came up and asked us to dance and this one boy asked me to dance and he obviously was older than 21 and at first i was like i don't think so and then finally i'm like all right fine he was wearing wranglers he had a cowboy hat on he was a little too skinny for my taste but i said okay so i went out on the dance floor and there was very few people out there the bobby
2: mcgee's was not a country bar
1: no it was not and I went out there and I started doing my cute little girl dance that mm-hmm. girls do. All we all do. And all of a sudden, he like, he went hysterical and weird. And he started flailing arms and legs everywhere, being all weird and doing weird things like cocking his neck like a chicken and being all weird. And I was like, what? What's happening? And when you're that young, you turn around looking for your friends going, right. what, am I, what have I got myself into? And they're laughing at me. I, yeah
2: completely I laughing know.
1: at me and then i turn and look at him and he smiles and he had no teeth <gasps> how did you, oh god how he did you, had you not, no
2: teeth you know what it was really dark in that bar he had
1: like he had like the canines and maybe one his two his four front teeth were gone
2: god
1: and i'm thinking um okay i am way out of
2: i'm way over my head i'm this just gonna not, chalk that up to you being young I,
1: yes. And I look back going, I was so naive. So naive. not so even naive, much, but I
2: mean, it's just like, there's a lot you can, there's a lot of information to be gathered when they come up to ask you to dance. <laughs> you can do like a breath check. You can do like oh a body my. odor check. You can do a teeth oh check like you know, crack a joke, make them laugh. And then you can well. like actually see, you know, if they're good teeth or if they're lacking.
1: I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't. I said, do I look like the kind of girl
2: who would be with someone who was toothless? What is wrong with you? He probably would try much of anything. I mean, well, thanks a lot. No, I just mean like he, he probably, it's like a shotgun. He just like blasts it all out there <laughs> and just see which ones stick.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was sad. And I walked, you know, I was done. I pretty much excused myself and I walked away because I said, this is clearly, I am not the club person. I don't do that. I just couldn't do it. I was not much of a clubber. See, and I had it. the
2: opposite experience. I. I mean, you can't get me off the dance floor usually. And um, I'll never forget it. They were playing Bust a Move. And I was like cutting – I was cutting a rug big time.
1: It
2: was – it was, I was doing so well. You know, I just, you get in a groove sometimes, I don't know. I was doing so well <laughs> at Bobby blind. McGee's. The dance floor was like set, sunk into like a circle. Yeah, so I remember. you had to like go downstairs to get Couple into it. Not, not many, but like three steps. So, yeah. but then there was like a railing on, around the top of it. It was like right. a ring that you could stand and look down and watch people dance. What did you do? I was dancing and all of a sudden I heard this cheering and whistling. I look up and this black guy is going, go baby girl, go. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I was totally like rocking out. Great. So, anyway, so that well, was my you... experience, Paula's experience at Bobby McGee's.
1: Do you remember when the four of us, the four, the four ugly sisters, went to Bobby McGee's? It was, it was towards the end of, uh it was the demise of Bobby McGee's, but right it was still somewhat active. And for some reason, we went out. It was oh god, like twelve years ago, ten years ago. I'd have
2: been yeah. And
1: um, we all went out and. We were all, you know, we're pretty cool. We don't really need the validation from men to feel sexy when we go out together. Because it was the four of us, it just doesn't matter. Well, we're usually going out just to hang with the four of us. You know, we're yeah, not out, so like, we don't really care. But we're a force. For it's a force to be reckoned with when the four of us are anywhere together. Well, especially
2: when we walk in a room and there's usually like all four of us, and you know, it's like Charlie's Angels with the wind blowing <laughs> and the fans and. Except for I was wearing by far like the hideous outfit. I remember you were wearing cheetah
1: print pants. They no,
2: they were black and red tiger print che- pants. Oh. oh, pardon me. But I but what I'm saying is I have no idea why I was wearing those. I don't either. No idea. But mostly what got Oh please, to people. I was wearing a see through shirt. I there, you thing, I think you were wearing a denim skirt too. No,
1: I was not wearing a denim skirt. That it was, was a, Allison. Allison wore the denim skirt because she always wears the denim skirt. And like those I was little like jeans. um, and
2: she's always wearing those little um Jack Russell like Converse shoes. Oh God! Or kids, well, you know but you know what the thing is, is? She's always the first to get asked to dance. Well, that's what I was every gonna say. effing time. So the four of us go out. She had her glasses on for God's sake. She's like,
1: she's the least likely. To, In our opinions. Well, no, 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 no. That's not true. All four of us eventually get uh, propositioned, but we always think it will be someone else because we're so arrogant. And Allison goes out there and she has the lining up out the door every effing
2: time we go out, and it pisses us off. It's usually the foreigners. It was I think it was a, a short little Mexican dude that night. I believe it was Pedro. And then there was another time where we went out and um Stephanie and I were standing there and we're like, "Hey, where's Allison?" and we turned and she's like grinding with this guy somewhere <laughs> and we're like, "What the hell? We've been here 5 minutes." I, know. I oh, didn't think we crazy. had had any details by that point.
1: We haven't even been drinking and she's already out there. <laughs> so All right, so
2: it is the week of June 24th. I don't even know how we got on that subject. Oh, 21. it's episode 21. (laughs) God damn um, it. Like I tried to say earlier, just so we do proper introductions, I'm Paula. I'm Jamie, and I am the uh, one that says, welcome to the ugly truth. And I'm the one that was uh, cutting a rug on the dance floor, getting cheered on by the black guy. Whatever. What? What?
1: Please. One time I went to a club, and I was walking around, and I was wearing this... Cute little uh, faux gas station shirt. You know they're kind of trendy, where they have a little patch, right? Sure. What did it say? Okay, Bob. No, 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 no. It just said I don't know. Probably God only knows what it said when I was what I was wearing. So I'm walking through this club, and this this brother, and he was really cute too. I walk by him, and he goes, "Hey, baby, you need a up Because <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing it. It was so cute. <laughs> I never get picked up on by the brothers, ever. Oh my God. Well, uh, my ass and
2: boobs alone are like a giant neon sign. No, I'm like a neon sign for every douchey white guy that's out there. True. That's okay. I like them douchey white. You do, which, you know, whatever. You Maybe you need to change your tune. I tried that and it didn't really work so actually i think i thought i tried it and it wound up being exactly the same
1: totally so maybe you know what we need to maybe i'll just pick someone for you and you'll just have to deal i told with you it. guys
2: that before i said i literally think that you no wait go back what did you say <laughs> i said that I'll, I'll have to one? just
1: deal with it no i said yeah you'll have to deal with it i will pick
2: someone for you and you will just have to deal i think we should do like one of those shows where like you stephanie and allison each like you know, pick a guy. I don't know if you guys will have like, like you the know, dating game. Not really the dating game, but like um, there was this show on MTV where the two parents sat in a room and they would have like, they would channel in like 50 guys and out oh of them, God. they had to pick three guys mm-hmm. to go on a date with their daughter. I see. Or or vice versa, go on a date with their son. So it's like, I think you guys should somehow, if you can get large quantities of men, to come channeling through and be like, so why do you want to date our sister? And then you would each pick one, and I'd have to go on a date with all of them.
1: Well, that has potential. Perhaps we can do that. Or I'll just pick someone, and you'll just deal with it. I don't know about that.
2: Anyway, so
1: Daryl isn't here. He's out of town. So you're going to have
2: to get your own wine tonight. Wow.
1: I know. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> no servant to uh, oh, summon. Oh, who are you kidding?
2: You know the bottle's probably on the floor next to you.
1: Actually, it's already empty. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so yes, Daryl is off. Uh, he's with our uh, little love child in the beach area doing junior lifeguard shenanigans, oh, fine. and so I'm at home causing trouble. But yes, the cat is away, so the mouse will play. Doot doot. Uh, so, um, last weekend, um, after we recorded, uh, I had to go to the Bells of California, which is Clovis, California. There is nothing to do there but eat, which probably um, explains the excessive overweight folk in the area. That makes sense. Um, it is barren, hot, and boring. And the hotels are riddled with uh, tournament children or tourists heading to Yosemite because it's about a half hour outside of Yosemite National Park. I thought Park.
2: It, it pinned you. Okay, so when you Facebooked from there, it pinned you in Fresno. Well, and Fresno is literally the asshole of California. No, no, no.
1: Stockton is the asshole of California. Stockton's is the armpit. Fre- no, Fresno are the bowels. Oh, of california okay, in my okay. opinion but fresno and clovis are like the twin cities it's like chico and marysville i don't know they're like literally like white right next to each other so in fact you can cross over and um there's a distinct difference between clovis and fresno it's like um, shantytown versus boring suburban area i don't know
2: anything really south of lodi is just trash pretty
1: much i mean there, there's there are pockets that are really pretty and Palovis, pockets but
2: i'm just saying the people they're all trash
1: yeah, well, now Clovis, the closer you get to Yosemite, the nicer the homes get. The high schools are nicer than any college in Sacramento. I mean, they're unbelievable. They invest millions of dollars in their high schools. So there's like four or five high schools in Clovis, and they're humongous, and they're athletic. I mean, you know what it reminded me of is Texas, those those t- small towns in Texas where the whole town is into the football team. yeah. That's what it felt like. Hmm. everywhere. Well, and Fresno State is there, too. And so everything is about sports. So there's nothing but sports and eating. It, and it's not good food, either. There's no fresh, I mean, there's produce, but it's just really a lot of chain restaurants, donuts, shops oh, yeah. everywhere. It's just, it's an unhealthy environment. I was not happy, but we were there for our child's sporting tournaments so we had to deal with it and the ultimate was when we pulled into our hotel which had a formidable odor god it sucked um when daryl busted out some wine he's like well let's just have some wine we'll we'll unwind from a long drive you know we'll just relax we'll watch big bang theory or family guy and we'll just chill and we had to drink them out of those collapsible plastic cups that you get in the in motels you know those really super thin were they paper no, it was plastic, but it was, like, the thinnest of plastics. So he poured it, and it's like I could, like, squeeze it like a like a Capri Sun juice. Yeah. And that's when I finally posted and said, I'm sitting in Clovis drinking wine out of a plastic cup. That's uh. what I'm doing. And that's pretty much the definition of my weekend. And we couldn't get out of there fast enough. However, Daryl was super badass, Dub, and he produced the entire show on the road and had it posted – on time on Sunday. I know and it, that it was, was awesome. impressive. It was very impressive. So it, it something motivated him to get it done, and he did a great job. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a good show. But that's pretty much all I've been doing. That's
2: it. And drinking. Well, I have been doing far more exciting things. Not really. Like what? <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I haven't. Oh. Um, yeah. So i I'm on the hunt for multiple things, jobs and men but uh and Nothing i, I and, and i have neither And and I really have no (laughs) prospects of either, so there you have it. I know. Actually, it has gotten kind of bad. Even a couple of um, like one of our listeners, she even offered up her twenty-one-year-old nephew to me. She's like, "Oh my god!" She likes he lives close by. She's like, "I I could you know have him get in touch with you." And she's like, "She's like, who am I kidding?" She's like, "He wouldn't make it." And I'm like, "He'd never come out alive ever."
1: (laughs) You'd be eating him for breakfast,
2: right? So like a
1: snack, a morsel.
2: He'd have PTSD after being with me. So
1: "Uh, I saw things. <laughs> but she but me do
2: things i'll never be the same so you were talking about being in the bowels of california yes. um i'm having my own bowel problems here in my house not my own which <laughs> is usually the case but um recently my daughter i don't know if it's because it's an age thing or she's recently become very vocal very articulate um and she's kind of become quirky So, I'll give you an example, and I did post this on Facebook, but um, last, I think it was Sunday, I wake up, and she has a piece of tape, and she puts it on my mouth, and she says, mom, she's like, mom, she's like, you don't talk to Ryan, okay? You, You only talk to me, okay? And I'm like looking at her and she's like, okay. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay. She's like, I'm going to take the tape off. She's like, will it hurt? And I'm like, oh. You know, I couldn't say anything. But she's just like laying in my face. And I mean, she wasn't being mean about it or anything. But I'm like, why would you come to my room, wake me up, put a piece of tape on my mouth and then, you know, insist that I I only talk to her and not her brother. Well, two
1: things. One, she probably did something
2: and he was going to tell on her. So she was trying to avoid the inevitable. Or two, she's a serial killer. I, you know, I was thinking, I was starting to be concerned, but I think, you know, serial killers, they start by, or sociopaths, they start by, like, killing small animals and things like that. She's terrified of bugs. She hates frogs and all those little things. So I think we're okay. (laughs) Okay, I don't think she'll get close enough to, you know, those objects. That's um, good she'll just kidnap people and put tape on their mouths and make them do things. Right. So the other night you sent this video and I forgot what prompted it, but um there was a oh. video about farting and I can't remember why you sent it to you me. You told me something that Ryan was he thought that farts were Oh, hysterical. I know what it was. I know what it was. Sound um, effects. Yes. Someone posted a sound effect on Facebook, but it was just a fart sound. And um, and Wasn't I said it trip. It was trip. But I can't remember. I'm like, I, I'm well, that sounds like something. And he's like, no, this is what it sounds like. And it was like <laughs> or whatever. And so. Right. Yeah. So Brian heard it and he thought it was hysterical. And so I was saying, like, you know, my son was getting he made me play it five times. Yes. And so then you're just like, have him watch this. So it's a video of um this guy and I we Italy. in Italy assuming he had some sort of machine. Those weren't real. I have no idea but I don't care it was funny. Okay. So he's walking in, you know, public places, past park benches or people jogging or whatever and he's farting or making fart sounds. yeah And then there was a couple of occasions where he walked up and he would fart on dogs. And so I saw that. Those were the ones that were the funniest to Ryan. I don't know why. Uh, Cuz the dogs react very abruptly. <laughs> That's why. Of, yeah. So after it was over, Olivia goes over to our dog who's laying in front of the fireplace, you know, on the tile resting. And I see her squatting down into the dog's face. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to fart in the dog's face. I'm like, no, <gasps> you're not. Oh, my God. I'm like, Olivia? I'm like, get over here. Did she and say fart? Of course she did.
1: Oh, my God. And so. That is um,
2: awesome. Because she wanted to be like the guy in the video. And I'm like, gee, thanks, Auntie Jamie. You're welcome.
1: Well, I didn't know it was going to be, come, children, gather. Let's see what Aunt Jamie has provided for us. Well,
2: it's because, so she's been, like I said, um, very articulate. And lately, she's been very, very obsessive about diarrhea. And I can't diarrhea. I can't explain. So it started, I would say, about two weeks ago. Um, she would call from the bathroom. She'd be like, Mom. I'm like, what? She's like, I have diarrhea. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, are you all right? And she's like, Yeah. And so, you know, I'd go and check on her and she, you know, would sit there and explain to me that I need to make sure that it's all out of her butt and, you know, make sure she got it all. And she's like sitting there. She's got her legs like saddle spread and she's got her head. It's literally like curving up past her butt. She's like, you know, a little acrobat because she's Ew. checking to make sure she's got everything my my mouth is watering in a bad way i don't like this well i'm not gonna go much further than that and so <laughs> she wants me to give it you know a second glance and i'm like i'm sure it's oh my fine god idiot. but you know she's like no you have to look and so what is her trip I I don't know what it is. She makes me do things that I would never do. She makes me do things. And I I just can't. Horrible things. I tell her no all the time, but it's just like, it just doesn't matter. It has no impact on her whatsoever. So anyway. Good Lord. So it started to happen, like, you know, I noticed after a few days, she kept declaring that she was having diarrhea. And so... Finally, you know, after I went in there, because I started to get concerned, I'm like, why is she so sick? Like, have we eaten something? What's going on? And so I go in there to check on her, and I glanced at the contents in the toilet. It's not diarrhea. It was not diarrhea. And I said, Olivia, I'm like, you do not have diarrhea? And she's like, yes, it is, mom. Look. I'm like, no, I looked, and it's not. (laughs) I'm like, just because you go number two doesn't mean you have diarrhea. So I would tell her she had worms. No, no, I wouldn't. But anyways, gonna, so don't, next time she comes over, I'll be like Olivia,
1: you have worms. Jimmy,
2: I'll never. She's been talking about her birthday at Chuck E. Cheese for like a month now. Do you think I'll ever hear the end of her talking about her having intestinal worms? I'm gonna have her. I'm gonna tell it to her. So when she goes to school, hey everyone, I have worms Great. in my diarrhea. I really am gonna hide a raw chicken breast in your house now. Oh, so. stop it. Anyways, so the more. It started to happen I started to think I'm like you know I think she just like saying the word diarrhea well it's a funny word she kept saying like mom she's like I I have diarrhea and she's like um and she ends everything with either right or okay like she needs the validation so she's like mom I have diarrhea okay I'm like okay okay and she'd be like we you know diarrhea smells bad right I'm like yes it does smell (laughs) bad she's like okay and she's like so when you're sick you have diarrhea right and I'm like yes Yes, when you're sick, you get diarrhea. Okay. But when we're not sick anymore, then we don't have diarrhea, right? And I'm like, right. And this is all, you know, I'm in the living room. She's yelling from the bathroom. So we're having to have this conversation. Regularly. Regularly. And it's it's not, it's getting better. But, because um, I think I finally, you know, told her, I'm like, Olivia, you don't have diarrhea. I just, I hate <laughs> to break it to you. You need to move on from it. Stop saying. Come to come to terms, child. No diarrhea. Say something else. You know, the cat's out of the bag. We all know that you just wanted to say it.
0: Right. And Ryan's really?
2: even been, you know, very willing because he's a boy and he's disgusting. He'll check. He's like, I'll go check, Mom. I'll go look. I'm like, Ryan, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, don't. He's like, no, I want to. I'm like, don't say things like that. <laughs> I'm like, God, that's disgusting. He's like, what? Oh, my God. Your so, children, they need, they need activities. That is not about activities. That's just about being gross and being kids. And I don't know what it is. None of that happened in my home. Well, that you're but I mean you had uh, I don't know I mean you did have Tyler but yeah I the only thing I can chalk it up to is you know they spend adequate enough time with their father to be tainted, gross right yeah I understand so it's true well Anyways. congratulations on getting into the uh, poo phase of childhood the diarrhea in fact I think we have clip of her or audio of her I, I had her you know talk about her experiences because I thought it would be kind of funny Um, well we'll 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 see if uh we'll see if it's it's legible but yes this would be this would be olivia talking about diarrhea
0: when we're sick we get diarrhea diarrhea smells bad visit uglytruth.com that's ugly with two e's gives it a little more attitude don't you think
1: So you and I talked and we thought, you know what we should talk about? Because we just simply don't talk about it enough is sexuality, human sexuality, sex. And so you and I did a little bit of research on it because outside of the act of sex, you know, sexuality is attraction, men and men, women and women, men and women, whatever, what have you. So
2: what prompted it was, is that you and I were talking, I I said, there's a faculty member at Ryan's school. And I said, and I just can't put my finger on it. There's something not off, but I'm like, I just can't make sense of him. And I said, and it's really frustrating to me. Not that, you know, he owes it to me or he owes it to the world or anything to, you know, put people's mind at ease. But I think everybody doesn't like to know you know what someone's deal is and so I couldn't know, right. I couldn't pinpoint it and I said you know I don't know if he's gay if that's what's different about him or if he's you know I don't know super religious or whatever it's because I mean he's a younger guy he's very attractive and I'm always confused because gay super religious one and the same I don't know it's just, the, it's it's that sense like maybe they're hiding something and I don't know what it is. And so, um but he's always very nice, borderline flirtatious. So I'm just like, I don't know what the deal is with this person. And I said, you know, half the time I'm like, would we even know, you know, what people's deal is or whatnot? So that's when we right. started talking about sexuality and, you know, gay, straight, bi, whatever it is. We decided that you and I
1: are completely terrible at determining someone's sexuality but that we'll talk about that. We'll in talk a minute. about gaydar later. But um I was curious. Um you and I were curious about our sexuality as far as how hetero or other are we. Mm-hmm. And so there's a very traditional test. It's the Kinsey test. And a lot you know, the Kinsey Institute is very well known for their sexual sexuality uh, research i should say Mm -hmm. um and so this is a very standard test that anybody can take and we can post the link if you want to take it if you're uh, curious about how hetero or non-hetero you are if
2: you're bi-curious about what have you
1: (laughs) yes and so we'll post the link uh upon the posting of the show um so we took the test we did and i was not completely shocked (laughs) By my results, I was a little unnerved simply because of the questions. I was forced to answer a true or false question that I wish there had been, it had been worded differently.
2: There was only, yeah, there was literally like 10 questions that yeah. asks you your age, your gender, and what you identify by. Like man or woman. Man or right. woman. And so right. the results, it gives you... Um, like well, zero, 0 through 8 yeah 0 to 8 yeah, 0 being exclusively hetero
1: 8 being you, <laughs> the test failed to match you to a, a Kinsey type profile either you answered some questions wrong or you are a very unusual person <laughs> so
0: I initially so,
2: emailed you I'm like I got an 8
1: <laughs> <laughs> right and so uh, uh, I'll, start, I'll start Jamie will start um, I completed the test and I received the 1 I got a 1 okay I got predominantly heterosexual, only incidentally homosexual. Okay. And I think the only reason that I'm not exclusively hetero is that I'm not offended by homosexuality. Like, I'm not – one of the questions is, do you avoid lesbian porn or does it offend you or something like that? And I'm like, well, no, it doesn't offend me. I mean, it's erotic and I don't – it's not my go-to. I'm not a big fan of porn personally, but when I've seen it, I don't go, ew, gross. I hate it. You right. know, so I, I couldn't answer truthfully that it offended me. So I think that's why I got the one. Okay. I so- I can tell, look, I know you, and I know you didn't get a one. <laughs> I did not get a one. What'd I got, you get?
2: I got a two. Oh.
1: Which is,
2: well, what did you think I was going to say? Like, Jamie, I'm a lesbian. I, I thought you were going to say three. <laughs> no, three is equally heterosexual and homosexual, and I am not equally. I do favor the boys okay but it does what say is the two pre- two is predominantly heterosexual but more than incidentally homosexual so, so you're, you're a little like it doesn't it doesn't scare you i would say it's a little more than not scaring me i have actually and i'll be open i have had some sexual encounters or with a female activity with a female i have kissed Several women on occasions, in particular my one friend, and I apologize every time we go out and we start drinking, I always wind up kissing her. But she knows oh. it. And so <laughs> – She um, still goes out with you. Yeah. No, I mean, it's – we've been friends for, I don't know, 20-something years. But yeah. anyways, um, and then I have – I didn't do a threesome per se, but I did like, you know, the three of us were just being different, strange, you know, doing doing things. And so yeah. – um, Anyways, but one of the things I was thinking about is when I have talked to people, other women, and they start talking about threesomes, most women think of it as two guys and one girl. Right. I've always thought of it as two girls, one guy. I see. And then I think it asks you like, one of the questions was... Could you die satisfactorily knowing that you've never had sex with the opposite same. sex or something? Oh, the same sex. Yeah, the same sex. And I said no. Actually, I, I. It's something I've always had on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. You have to. You have to lick a cooch. No, you don't.
1: Yes, you do. That really? is what gay sex is no, for women. Sense. You need to watch lesbian porn. I have less watched lesbian porn. You're gonna scissor somebody? I don't know. Maybe. I'm sorry. I. You know what? I. It's not that I'm offended by a lesbian, but I am not doing that. Well, it's because you're. I'm not kissing a cooch. Hello. That is why no you're No licking one and of the snatch. No
2: finger insertions. I'm not sucking anyone's tit. No. <sighs> not happening. Well, clearly not. And you know what? I don't think you have to worry about it either because I don't think anyone would want to bang you. Girls. Uh, I have been propositioned by
1: females. Saying, Thank you very much. to you right now,
2: they'd be like, God, she sounds horrible.
1: Well, it's not offensive. It's just that the idea of of doing things to a girl makes me not want to do it like ever.
2: And that's I mean, why you're a one.
1: Okay, here's the thing. I have participated in pseudo lesbian things, but it was it was two girls and a guy and things got frisky, but reality was when 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 shit got real. When push came to shove. I was out. (laughs) I was out. I was like, sorry, dude. Sorry, lady or girl, whatever. They were friends, but Mm -hmm. it just wasn't – it just wasn't – I didn't want to do it. And, I mean, I've – just like most women in their 20s, you know, I've done things experimentally, but it's not – it's never been beyond silliness. Yeah. Nothing real. Nothing real. I have been propositioned by lesbians, and I'm flattered to a degree – but, um, you know, it scares me because I'm, I'm so not gay that I don't even know how to respond. You know, I'm well, just like, I'm so uncomfortable because I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that have I done something to make you think? And
2: But no, I don't think that's it at all, actually. Well, and the good thing about this test and the results is, is that it's not simply gay straight. You know, no. It's, it's there's variables. There's zero was exclusively heterosexual. Right. We talked about one and two. Three was fifty right. fifty. Four was predominantly homosexual, but more than incidentally heterosexual. Five was predominantly homosexual, only incidentally heterosexual. Right. And then six was exclusively homosexual. Right. So, um, which I think we've talked about before, where I have had male friends who say they get a hankering to have sex with a girl every now and then. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. I think, you know, gay people probably do, some do get a hankering to have straight sex. I think straight people, to a certain degree, may, some obviously more than others, might have a hankering to, you know, go the other way for, you know, I don't know if it's, and I don't know if it's just like an itch to be scratched or what it is. I mean, and. I don't know. At the end of the day, I would never, ever not be with a man i mean that's yeah i that's hands pretty down much, it's gonna happen but I'm i think all about the dick i think it's kind of like i don't know i maybe it's just like if you eat the same thing every day maybe you just want to add salt well i don't think that
1: my heterosexual sex life needs salt but i understand but what you're maybe saying. some of us like more
2: salt than others
1: i should say this though I am not offended by a lesbian encounter. It's just not your thing. I just would never, ever say, yeah, why not? Let's try it. I mean, and I'm pretty open, but I'm just, you know, the, you know, you always hear and there are, there are young girls And I'm talking about girls only because I don't know too much about male homosexual because I'm not a male. But there are young girls who are not adults yet. And there are definitely girls who know they're gay from from whatever time that they've decided that they they're they're aware of their sexuality, um, which tends to be quite young. Yeah. Um, They know that they like girls. And then there are the girls who aren't gay, but they somehow maybe they don't fit in so they decide they're going to be gay or they had a bad experience i mean yeah, we actually knew one of those remember yes um, i know a lot of women who say i'm giving up men they're terrible to me and then i've they're declared gay that five like years. how many
2: times on facebook yeah and, i'm gay in know, my own mind in my living room with my laptop for like i don't know a half an hour <laughs> and then yeah until until bertha shows up at your no, door it's usually until you're just like remember it's looking a statue. i'm like ah, that's right
1: well see so. that's my thing is that there was a there was a friend of mine who said that uh, their child indicated that they were gay, and I said, "Well, okay, have they had encounters with the same sex? I don't think so. Ha- well, then you need to tell your child.
2: Unless you've licked a snatch, you're not gay."
0: I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
2: That's not true. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent. You know what your sexuality is. Well, you're now you're just splitting hairs my point is is that there I'm there is generally hairs.
1: that you're you're splitting the pubes because there's <laughs> there is a point in everybody's sexual life whether you're 11 with your first kiss or you're you know 16 when you lose your virginity or however old you I are think you're
2: talking about the intention the attention seekers the people who like just throw things out there, like i think i'm gay you know
1: yeah yeah and it's like look i don't see you actively pursuing any kind of not even just a relationship, just anything in general that would indicate homosexuality other than you're just saying it, that's not that's yeah. not it. No, those so... are the people
2: that are just throwing shit out there just to and that's probably get attention sex... to see what happens. But, I mean, right. that's, like, such a small minority of people. So, it like you be. said, yes. most people... Kind of know where they are on the spectrum. But what I, like I said, what I appreciated about this was is the spectrum is not just two choices. You should take the test. I think everyone yeah, will. Yeah, we'll post the Kinsey test. I'm really curious. I mean, obviously, don't share your results if you don't
1: Unless want you to, want but to. it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of a lot of the um, problems, they're not even problems, the challenges in my life that I have had is that. I have, and apparently you do as well, which is a little surprising to me. Um, I have the worst gaydar ever. Right. Ever, Spotting ever, a gay person. Mm-hmm. ever. I cannot determine if someone is gay or straight in any circumstance. I mean, unless you are outrageously flamboyant, I would never dare to guess a a someone's sexual preference
2: i'm so so bad at it this is what so like i said it was this faculty member at ryan school that i was thought he was an attractive guy and i thought he was very flirty but i kind of wasn't sure if he was just a super nice person and he was that way with everyone or maybe he was a little gay i wasn't sure and so this has been going on I would say a good month or two, that I've been, you know, every time I bump into this person and we chit-chat or whatnot, I'm like, what is it with you? You know, like, <laughs> just just tell me. What's so your So finally the other day, he we were chit-chatting. He's like, yeah. He says, you know, when I was 20, my ex-girlfriend, and I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like, he's straight. <laughs> you know, and it's not even because I want to go out with him or anything like that, but I just, I'm like, I need to make sense of this person. I don't that know why. That's so
1: funny. And well, so,
2: but I... But like I said, you know, maybe I did have little red flags going off, or not red flags, but like little gaydar things going off. But I'm just, mine's so unhoned, I wouldn't even I know so how to spot a gay person. And, and but then there's like other people, like our sister Stephanie. She can she knows. Like within seconds. Seconds she knows. She knows. And I'm just like, how do you know? She's like, I just know. And then I was chatting with one of our listeners. She's known since she was like basically a child. She's just like, "Oh, I you know, I remember being friends with so and so and um their little brother. She's just like, "Oh, he's totally gay." And oh, funny. And, oh, yeah.
1: yeah and yeah, now, you, they, you know, here that. they are,
2: you know, 20, 30 years later and he's like totally gay. Totally but I'm just gay. like so funny that she knew yeah. as a child and she recognized another child as being gay. Well, what's gay. funny
1: is that um I will never forget this. I was in my um I was 20, maybe 20, 21, and I was going to college, and I had a class with, you know, in college, there's all varieties of ages, and in this class specifically, there was a, a, a gentleman who was probably late 30s, early 40s, and he was a sour, sour man, but I, being the way I am, was determined to be his friend. And so I would bug him all the time and he'd get really cranky and angry with me. And he thought I was a spoiled little princess. He always called me that. And I'm like, I'm so not a spoiled princess. You don't even know. He goes, oh, please. And he was really like angry and sour all the time. And then one time we were sitting out and I'd known him for almost a year and I said, "Why why are you such an angry man? You're so grumpy all the time and you're such an adorable person. I don't understand why you're so cr- crummy and grumpy and you don't want to be friends with anyone. He goes, "Well, if you if you grew up in the house that I did and you were gay, then you would understand." And I was silent and I said, "You're gay?" He goes, are you kidding me right now? I said, I had no idea. He goes, I am gay and I am HIV positive. And I said, I had no idea. None. And what's funny is that I have come across friends who were homosexual and I have no idea until they say something. And I'm not shocked or like, oh, my God, you're gay. It's just I didn't know. And I said, oh, okay, you're gay. Fine. But um, I've had friends who are offended that I don't know, that I couldn't figure it out on my own. And then I have other friends who think it's sweet that it doesn't matter to me. Like I'm so clueless that it does, that I, that I don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't, I don't allow their sexuality to define whether I like them or not. Yeah. No, and, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I have found that because of that, there, there are very few gay men specifically who really like to get to know me. Because I can't tell that they're gay right away. So they're uncomfortable. Like maybe they don't want to relate to me because maybe maybe they can't comfortable.
2: Maybe they can't put their finger on you.
1: Exactly. They probably think like
2: she's either like a total bitch and she hates gay people or she's just absolutely close and has no clue what, you know, that I'm gay.
1: And I am clueless, and I have no clue, and it right. makes me sad because it I'm so not that way that it but I've had a lot of people tell me like I thought you were such a bitch when I first met you. It took me forever to realize that you were not like that. I said, I know, I'm sorry there I still walls, am waiting to
2: figure that out. I know.
1: there are walls, sorry, <laughs> but you know i I mean, and the thing is is that it doesn't it does not matter to me. sexuality does not matter to as me as long as it,
2: as long as you're not your sister and you know, is a number two instead of a number one on the Kinsey test. Yeah. I have to lick a snatch in order to justify my more than incidental.
1: Apparently it's on your bucket list. So let me know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. That'll never happen. Well, bucket list indicates that you would be randy enough to do it.
2: Okay. I on my bucket list was to have sex with a a brother, but that's never going to happen because they don't, they don't like me i had the i think we've discussed this before i had the opportunity and i should
1: have done it i should have done it now i'll never do it and i wish i had you should have i've never had the opportunity i know i just want people to get the wrong idea like we're looking for you know that we wanted some kind of stud or something that's not it what do you mean a stud you know
2: like a black guy because he's got a big ding dong Well, i think that's the general idea that's why you want to do it well, I mean, I think that's part of the package, you know, the whole. I mean, it's not just that. I mean, it's the whole, you know, the whole kit and caboodle, the whole package. Oh God, I'm so mad! I had such an opportunity. Right? I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know. What was I thinking? There's help for us. You? There's help for us. I did some research, um, not as far as obtaining. A... I was going to say, are we going to get a black man? No. I mean, we might. You might. I obviously, I'm not. No, but... I can't. I'm. I'm through. Oh, that's true. You're married. I forgot. I'm um, yesterday's news. Your day-old bread. So. Day-old bread. Okay, so as far as gaydar goes, there are some tips. And these are not, you know, obviously, if they're wearing glitter eyeshadow shadow or something kind of tips. I mean, that would be apparent. According to this website that I found, it's called comediva.com. So this article was written by a gay man. And so this is his, his advice to us. So he says... Okay. Gay men as far as when they're walking, gay men take short strides. It's true. Gay men walk like geishas wearing wooden sandals. What? Versus what? straight men, they take like long, you know, lanky strides. Gay men. Does it explain take- why? No. I I mean, I don't know if he, I I don't know if there's a science behind it, but that's just what he said. All right. Um, This was another one, and I'm not sure if this is true, but it says, gay men need to look at every person in sight. When in public, gay men are continually distracted by other people, it's almost comical when you walk into a restaurant or a shop and all the gay men will whip their heads around to look at you. Really? Whereas a straight man apparently doesn't give a shit who walks into the room. Wow! So I'm gonna like to go to a track. Starbucks or something and see like if someone glares at me, I'm gonna look at them. I'll walk up and be like, "Excuse me, are you gay? Are you gay?
1: <laughs> Great! I'm sure they won't mind.
2: They would probably look at me like, "How did you know? I'd be like, "Yes, because you walk in short strides and you stared at me you when I walked in. You walked like in. a gay, and you looked at me when I came in. Um, All right, what's three, next? Gay men dislike nicknames. Gay men want their name as long as as long and formal sounding as possible. So for instance, <gasps> really? it's never Tom; it's Thomas. It's not Andy. It's Andrew. It's Andrew. It's not Chris. It's Christopher. Wow. You are correct. So I, I know it was like a revelation to me. That is so cool. So, number four. Now, this one can be questionable just given today's Kay? fashions. Sure. Gay men will wear it as tight as possible. For some odd reason, gay men are obsessed with their pant size as straight women are with their clothing size. The difference between a size thirty-two and thirty-four in a man's pants is a big self-esteem issue for gay men.
1: Yeah, but I mean, take a take a look at your take a look at a very attractive gay man. Well, I most, mean, they're so delicious.
2: So I used to for a few years, I partied super hard at the local gay bar. And, Faces. Yes. Uh huh. And um, you know, it talk about eye candy, like some of the hottest guys i've ever seen in my life were there but i had absolutely no chance at all oh
1: my god because they were gay i have to tell you something and i'm so embarrassed but i'm going to say it anyway because it's it's relatable so i'm not going to say names or anything like that but i have a hairdresser oh right okay and he's he would never be someone that i would see in a single, in my single world and see and go, Oh my God, he's so like, I want that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he is, he's got a, he's got charisma and he's very attractive because he takes good care of himself and he's very tall and he's constantly working on his body. (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to say this. So um, I, for my last appointment I was in there and I had had a night and um, the next morning I went in and I was still a little drunk.
2: (laughs) What I went this, in for
1: my hair appointment was
2: this the night that
1: I stayed over and yes yes oh and my so God, I didn't realize you had drank that much I had had a well I don't drink that much when I drink and so I had had three glasses of wine that night and that was a lot for that's a but lot but we went for to eight. bed
2: at like one or two and your hair it appointment was, was at late. like eight so. it was
1: eight which means I had to leave at like quarter to seven so I would had about five hours of sleep but I woke up and I was still I wasn't like shitty but I had a little buzz You're still feeling woozy. I was feeling good, so I walked in, good morning! Oh, thanks for coming! You know, it was just, I was super happy when I walk in, and usually when I go to the salon, I'm kind of quiet. hmm so, But I was very chatty. <laughs> he's and like, wow, so who I, put
2: a quarter in you?
1: Exactly. And so I sat down, and I had been there for about a half an hour, and we were just talking about all kinds of stuff, and <laughs> I can't believe I said this, but he had been, he's been working on his uh, muscle mass, because he was kind of, he's kind of a thin man. And, um, and I said, I gotta tell you, if we were lived in an alternate universe, I would eat you up. (laughs) I was
2: like, I said this to my hairdresser. Yes, Yes. And he's,
0: and he loved it.
2: Well, because he's gay though, right? He loved it. And
1: he's like, oh my God. I mean, it was, he was super flattered. And I was like, I am not kidding. I said, I know you can get anybody you want, but I'm just telling you that if the world was different. You, 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 you. So later, as I started to sober up, his assistant's rinsing my hair out. And I said, oh, my God, I can't believe what I said. And she started laughing. She goes, well, he is very attractive and he takes very good care of himself. And I said, please don't tell
2: anyone that I said that. So that's part of the list is, is that they were talking about how most gay men, they will have very nice hair. There will never be, like, a wayward eyebrow or nose hair or anything like that. Fingernails will always well be kept. clean. You know, yes. their hygiene is never in question. And, and they're always very well put together. And they say, not very. to say that straight man can't do that, but it's kind of the same thing, like, you and I, like, no matter what we're doing, we're always going to look presentable. Yeah. I think it's very similar for gay men. So even if yes. they're, you know, if they're going to the emergency room to visit a relative, they're going to they're going to look good and smell nice.
1: They definitely wouldn't go looking badly. So yes. the
2: last point was, which is I thought was it's one of those things where it's just like, oh yeah, I guess that would make sense. So it says gay men tend to wear light, bright colors. So not that they're yeah. going to walk around in hot pink or anything like that, but they tend to wear things that are colorful um or not colorful but they will dare to wear a color, whereas most straight men, brown, men it's like black, you know, brown, brown white, navy blue, right. black, white, whatever.
1: That's true. Although I will say, because we're very fortunate that we live near the city, the San Francisco. We yeah. live very close to that. And um, Daryl does commute into the city every day because of that. You really have to be a little more on top of the fashion right. when you work in the city. You yeah. can't go schlepping in in some, you know, men's in warehouse bad suit. suit.
2: Yeah, yeah like...
1: you got it. You got to look pretty, pretty cool. So, and Daryl is is although white, he's not super. He's not like a white. Hello, I'm a white man. I mean, he's pretty urban. Okay,
2: what? I didn't know. Hello, I'm a white man. That's like what people what? sound
1: like. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how else to do it. Hello, I'm white. I I drink my coffee black and I have oatmeal every morning and I drive a Chevy Cavalier. Some some guys listening be like, Hey, what's wrong with hey, that? Hey, wait <laughs> a minute. But I drive I drive a Chevy Cavalier. It. I don't I'm, appreciate that. I'm having that. cocoa pebbles. But he luckily he allows me to dress him in things that are not boring. The city allo- affords you the ability to So dress. this would be the
2: difference between Daryl and perhaps a gay man. According to this this uh, man's article, if I ask Daryl, nice shirt, what color is it? He might be like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, blue or pink or whatever. Yeah. You ask... According to the article, a gay man, they will say, oh, it's amethyst or salmon pink or azure Chartreuse. blue. Right. They will give you the specific color. The actual thing. Right. So those are just some little, I guess, things to keep it for us to keep in the back of our minds when talking to people. And the reason why I think this is good is because I'm starting to wonder probably throughout most of my life. Have I ever in my life tried to pick up on a gay man and just not know it? And I bet oh you that's God. happened. I wonder, you know I've what? Probably I probably made a complete think... and total fool of myself sitting there, you know, putting on my hot stuff and, and you know, thinking Need that I tricks. have this in the bag and the guy is sitting there staring at me thinking like she has absolutely no clue that I am gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if I ever have or not. I have no, well, like you we know would what? know because we, we would think we're horrible no, at no we're so bad we're so bad at it but you know what uh, hopefully if there are men who are listening who are homosexual it has nothing to do with not liking gays i love everybody i'm a i'm a lover of all humans it does not matter to me what their sexual preference is just don't be a bigot don't be that's all i ask in life don't be a bigot you know other than that you know, I'm cool. Do whatever you want to do. It's fine by me. I mean, I'm pretty open. I just don't want to lick a
2: cooch. But other than that. I
0: want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
2: Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Um, I think we've covered a very broad spectrum of things. And so, um, as usual, we want to thank our producer, Dub. Thank uh, you. We encourage everyone to go to our Facebook page, Ugly Truth, and be sure to like it. Um, we're on Twitter or Twat, and then we're also on our main website, which is where you can listen to all the shows, or on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: And we are switching servers, and so there will be a new uh, feed, and we will push that on our site for you so that you can just click on that and subscribe to our new feed.
2: I think that's a wrap. So um, in the spirit of today's Sexual, not even sexual. I guess sexuality conversation. Yes. There's a particular George Michael song that I think is uh, kind of just sums up everything. So we'll leave it with that.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ugly Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your peek into the minds and hearts of some truly twisted sisters. Tune in again next time, and don't forget to visit UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Or find us on Facebook and Twitter.